Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten models of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I am your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Omnis Protocol. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, Lexa, I'm really happy to be here and I am excited to uh, talk about our current experimentation project. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, uh, my name is Charles, and I go by Omnis on pretty much everything, Twitter, Discord, um, Facebook. You can find me pretty easily, but I host the Omnis Protocol Show, where I invite guests from various members of the community, including Lexa. And I'm, I kind of dove into the game almost right after release and have definitely fallen in love with it. So I'm, I'm always happy to talk about MCP. Mm-hmm. And you are also uh, in the same local area as me. We've we've had a couple close encounters where we just missed each other picking up models. Yeah, I keep wondering. I'm like, have we met and not realized it? Has this happened at some point? Like, they even standing in line at Mox Bellevue <laughs> and didn't realize we were about to buy buy stuff at the same time. Maybe it's entirely possible. For sure, it's it's. I mean, Seattle's a big area, but the gaming community feels pretty tight-knit like there's probably been crossover at some point yeah no and as things opens up we definitely need to get a game in oh yeah 100 percent. whether man i'm really excited for when vaccines hit and we can start like getting games in because it's been just a little bit over a year since lvo and i had so much fun getting like non-stop games in all weekend at lvo for mcp meeting mm -hmm. that's where i met jamie and um you know it's the last time i saw jay in person um and uh it was such a good time i'm it's definitely hitting me right now i want i want some mcp tournaments and events and uh i need it i want it yeah very important um but we we have a mission here today and who did you bring for us to talk about spider-man aka peter parker yes He's my boy so very interesting story i want to start off with this i don't okay. actually have a table legal spider-man <laughs> How did that happen? So I did not know about the base size chart when I started building my minis because I just picked okay. it up on a whim. And for some reason, my brain thought, oh, they're going to give one big base to each side of the board. Give one to <laughs> bad guys and one to the good guys. That makes logical okay. sense. And Spider-Man was the last one I put together. And it's like, yeah, I guess he kind of seems like he would fit on a big base. Let's glue it on. And so, yeah, I definitely didn't realize at first. Like, I didn't realize that Doc Ock was size 2 for quite a while. I think it was literally Pagani was like, no, 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 Doc Ock is size 2. Yeah, so I've managed to fix my, my Doc Ock on, that was originally on a small base just by gluing a medium base on the bottom of the small base. And once I can get <laughs> some green stuff, I plan to turn it into a hill. Okay, makes sense. But I have a Spider-Man that I can't get off of the medium base I glued him on. So I don't actually have a table legal Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe a big, like a big X-Acto knife and you just kind of like cut through that and then like just glue it down and like create some extra rubble and stuff on the terrain, on the new base or something. That is well beyond my skill level at this point. <laughs> well, I've got a Dremel over here. So one way or another, we can knock that Spider-Man off that base. And <laughs> we, we are close enough together. This problem can be solved with technology, Lexa. Yes, it can. Um, but Spider-Man is an interesting character to to kind of grapple with. He was one of our core box characters, and I think he's been underrated since the beginning. He slowly started getting more affection now that he has an actual affiliation in the Web Warriors, but he's a long mover, which I'm never going to complain about, and he has both a pull and a throw and a push, which, yes, all of those are great. So I've got a I've got a story for you, Alexa. So I I started exploring MCP right as the Gen Con happened, but I decided not to buy into it because I was creating content for another game and I was already felt like my attention was being pulled a lot of different directions. So I held off. And then it was like December or something, and Pagani messages me and like, hey, we're gonna play MCP at LVO, right? And for some reason I was immediately like, Hell yes, we are. And so I buy into MCP and um, and so but the, the point that I hit, I actually my first purchase 
was uh, I went into Mox and I picked up uh, Black Panther and Killmonger. That was actually my first purchase. That 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 is certainly a starting point. Not starting with the core box. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting place. Um, but I think I had some Amazon gift cards from my work, and so I ordered the core set, and I had to wait a couple of days for it to arrive. But I wanted to start painting something, and I wanted to support Mox right away. Mm-hmm. So I picked up them, and I ended up kind of jumping into Wakanda because never nobody was saying real positive things about them at the beginning. And then going to the game store, because uh, Zulu's was having some events, and uh, actually Pagani totally handed me my... Uh, the game did not go well for me and he Wakanded me and it clicked and he was basically playing Wakanda plus Venom and I fell in love with it. And so there was even a point where I stepped back and I was asking myself this question and I was like, Hmm, how how would Spider-Man fit into this? Because I was starting to get into like that, you know, push and throw and just like manipulate the board state. And I was like, and I I accepted that Spider-Man would be really great for this role. And I decided, well, I didn't want, at the moment, I did not decide to play Venom plus Spider-Man plus Okoye Shuri Black Panther, and I ended up settling on when I was doing the Killmonger Squad to play Venom instead of Spider-Man because he had a size three throw. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of my thought process at the beginning. And so I I was on the verge of this at that I think would have been the right point. And now once I started playing him in Defenders, I've come back and I'm like, man, I should have been playing Spider-Man in Wakanda this whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, it, so anyway, it's, it was just funny to me that I was on the verge of the right thought process. And I think myself, like a lot of people, we kind of missed out on the strengths of Peter, even though he's been great from the get-go. Yeah. Um, so, and speaking of, of a real strength, um, I secret tech that I'm revealing here that I've been in talks with a couple people Ooh, about. Secret tech. Uh, I find Spider-Man Peter Parker a soft counter to Lockjaw. Oh, interesting, because he can manipulate the character's position so that it's hard for Lockjaw to get his power. And specifically, um, terrain notwithstanding, uh, you can, with advanced on the double move web line, the lockjaw, the very first activation of the game, and with his defensive stats, you're generally going to be safe unless you're facing a Modoc or whatever. Cool. Uh, but it pulls lockjaw enough out of position that they have to activate someone other than lockjaw at their first activation, and thus cannot really messes up those turn one plans that people have with lockjaw that require lockjaw going first. Yes, for sure. Like, if you're playing Spider-Man in Avengers, the ability for him to double move and just yank someone totally out of position mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. And especially if you've got, like, one side of the table is, like, Lockjaw and Black Bolt, and you wanted Lockjaw to be able to get extra power and then move Black Bolt into position, suddenly that is almost impossible. Yeah. And so it's... he has He has a lot of tech, but... For the for I think for the listeners who are going well why why Peter Parker why is he better than other fours, um, but the just the sheer ability same as Gwen where you can have the character advance and then um, impact webbing to automatically get a power and then they can webline someone does not matter what the size is they just can yank someone out of position, but then when you combine all of that with a character who's a long mover who's a, a wall crawler. Um, and he still has a throw as well, so he can always make great use of his power. He is a character. He's one of he is one of the characters that can reliably create a movement effect every single round, which can be like huge against, um, say, like Criminal Syndicate, where you're constantly in a position of any one of their characters who's standing on a point is more valuable than yours. So every character that you have that can potentially move someone who does not need to be generating, who does not need tax to be made against them to generate power mm-hmm. um, is huge. And that that long movement really helps facilitate him getting to the right position to have that right angle um, to to move someone around. Um, so I've... I'm I'm just loving Peter. The more I play him now, the more I'm like I feel like I've missed the boat the whole time. Yeah, and I think people. Uh, I think also uh, we can't underrate Taser Webs, his spender. Yes, like just having access to an energy spender is pretty huge. Also, just stun is one of the better <laughs> conditions in this game. 
better or worse depending on which side of the table you're on yeah you'd, you'd have a different for, different word for it but yes it is it is a very powerful um per, very powerful effect i i like spider-man quite a bit yeah so i think he fits a lot of places but i have an interesting suggestion as for direction okay i think he would be good a good addition in a mystique brotherhood list interesting elaborate i'm i'm intrigued um so he has the double long move with the pull allows for a lot of rotation ability for him um and just getting the refund on picking up extracts helps out his power game a lot because um it means that he can both pick up an extract and have some effect uh and if he's within range for taser webs he uh not taser web impact webbing he can have a movement impact and pick up an extract turn one yeah i agree i think one of the one of the toughest spots for him is because he really almost always needs to be spending his power especially turn one that in a in a mystique style leadership that's fantastic for him mm-hmm. and so i do 100 percent agree that that is a great place now I think you could almost build a Spider-Man, you know, a plan with Spider-Man into almost every affiliation. Like even I found that uh, I I like him in some some traditionally very offensive teams like Mm -hmm. Cabal, where sometimes you want MODOK to stay on the point. You don't really want MODOK to move further forward. And so having characters like Gwen or Spider-Man that can really reliably pull characters into his attack range um, is really fantastic. Like your last activation, you pull someone into range for him so that you can potentially start when he activates the next turn that character is already there and ready to go for him yeah so um, I, or I, black order yeah yeah i think those are both good options i think the only one that jumps out um that he doesn't fit in is his rival clan the spider fez <laughs> yeah that that is definitely not a good spot for him because he doesn't get anything from the leadership he never wants to spend his power that way even when he's flipped to his injured side, he's still going to use it for throws. He's still going to, you know, use it for web lines. Um, and this is a team that can go to your opponent and prefers to go to your opponent rather than them coming to you as an offensive team in a way. So the pulls yeah. doesn't matter as much in that regard. Yeah. So I will say that my favorite affiliation for him is defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love starting teams doctor strange valkyrie peter parker Mm -hmm. because you immediately get to start off with i have three characters that can all move your characters Mm -hmm. and so it's one of the few times that i can build a five character team where every single character has the ability to move characters every single round Mm -hmm. um but we can build whatever we can build any affiliation that you want but i will say i think i think defenders is my favorite home for him so far yeah um I'm interested in going basically any direction other than the affiliated directions because I think okay. I I think this is about looking for new homes and the affiliated homes are already there. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, I mean, there's a lot of interesting ones. I think he I think he can be very interesting in A Force. I do think he can be very interesting in Brotherhood. He'd be very interesting in Wakanda. He's a solid Avenger, mm-hmm. but I think that roster might be a little bit more difficult to build. Um. Hmm. All right. I'm looking for your input, Lexa. Which one? Do, which ones do you want to do, or at least pick one, and we can go from there. I love Mystique, and I love getting her on the table. So if you think he's pretty solid in Brotherhood, I love playing with Mystique. Okay. All right. So um, we could just we could because you have access to Mystique and Magneto, we could potentially build a brotherhood plan both directions because i do think spider-man also helps facilitate the dragging characters into magneto or allowing the other side of the table to be a little bit lighter on the threat but have tons of board manipulation so if you play something like infinity formula Mm -hmm. and you have like magneto trying to like murderate one side you can have spider-man um and mystique like trying to control the other or something like that yeah so I think we could we could definitely work on something that direction. Mm-hmm. So we start out with, I think we're playing all four of the Brotherhood characters. Mm, not necessarily, because I do think we might have trouble fitting in Sabretooth into some of these builds. 
So, um, because we're utilizing Spider-Man. So, I think Sabretooth is really underrated in Mystique's affiliation. I think so, too. I'm just not sure I would do both him and Spider-Man. But we... I would just say, like, he may still fit in. I'm just not necessarily sure I would add him right away. Mm-hmm. I do think Mystique, Toad, Magneto, Spider-Man is probably where we're starting. Yeah. It's... And maybe even Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I really love Sabretooth. He's, he's actually someone I put a lot of time into and I found a lot of love for. Um, and I think him, he just con- controls the point so well uh, between... Uh, between being size three and having aggressive. I agree. I like, I like Sabretooth quite a bit. Um, I just haven't pondered exactly how he would fit into this plan yet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just not ready to commit to him. Well, if um, I look at it like, um, because if you're playing Mystique Sabretooth Toad as your core, that's a nine point co- uh, uh, um, brotherhood core. And then, uh, so uh, with Spider-Man, that's, 13 um so we would go taskmaster instead of toad for a four wide but at any other point value suddenly you're getting five wide at 15 and it's and you're playing at least three long movers in that list indeed and i do like that part so usually one of the spots i often start with is i go okay well, what am i going to play into say like a gamma shelters plan Mm-hmm. And so I think if I were going to do this, I do like potentially like Mystique's build for something like that. And so I do think there's the potential where I may start Mystique, Taskmaster, Toad, Spider-Man puts us at 12. Mm-hmm. Is my math correct there? So we can still insert a three. Lots of great. Th- I mean, I do think Shuri is uh, pretty baller. Um on gamma shelters so i i think that's a reasonable plan to start so i don't feel like we need any other affiliation to potentially like have a solid gamma wave plan Mm -hmm. um if we were going to do something on infinity formula i think we running with the same mix of characters we just add in magneto and probably use magneto's leadership on an like an infinity formula if you're playing against like cabal or something like that Mm -hmm. so right there I really like Mystique's leadership on Infinity Formula. I actually think it's the best place for Mystique's leadership. Um, yeah, I mean, it can definitely work there, too. Just the um, amount of long movers you have and your ability to rotate to points that... Um, and basically contest, drop your little, like, uh, token behind and then go and sit and contest a point your opponent is sitting on and then get the score even while and and then deny a point from your opponent i think is really exceptionally powerful i forget does it cost a power to drop the token it does um because it is an interact but a power for a victory point is, is a great trade oh absolutely um i'm not sure if i were playing a mystique's i do agree that i think mystique's leadership is quite good on infinity formula especially with the long movers um, I'm worried that I'm not sure I would want Spider-Man in that exact situation, but I haven't masked it all out yet. Mm-hmm. But I still think if we're building a Brotherhood roster, might as well have Magneto as options, because at the very least, even if you don't play it, it's going to affect what your opponent decides to bring against you. Yeah. Um, and so if they're planning for Magneto, and they like tech totally out for Magneto, and you decide to play a Mystique leadership team and don't bring Magneto, you could have them really caught off guard. Mm-hmm. So I think that him having a spot is still very much worth it. Yeah. Um, so then let's talk about like say in a in a like a demons downtown game. Like say we have to play against like a a defenders team or some other like crazy offensive team on demons. What do you what do you think would be a good mystique roster in that situation? Because I think obviously being able to have mystique drop a token and then not actually have to sit on the point is pretty great. Yeah, I think that's very important. Um, at that point with Taskmaster. Um, and Sabretooth, you can end up going six wide um, and play heavy on extract and bring, like, one of the five extract, uh, one of the F extracts. So, because I don't think Mystique is ever bringing demons downtown, but if she has to play into it, she can bring a wide extract and suddenly the extract advantage um, is, uh, suddenly you're getting a power advantage off of the turn one extract plays because of her leadership and you're dodging the condition game. And Spider-Man, I think, is actually really good. 
on Demons Downtown pulling excess characters that are sitting around the edge of a portal, but not quite on a portal, onto the portal, so you get those extra incinerates off. I agree. I do think that that's a really good spot for Sabretooth. I like the um, Mystique, Toad, and then Sabretooth gets us to 10. Or sorry, Mystique, Taskmaster, Sabretooth is 10. Toad puts us to 12. Spider-Man puts us to 16. And then at 19, you have, like, you can bring in any of the great threes. Yeah. Um, And that one, I might even do Gwen and, like, double up on the, like, yanking everyone all over the place and not let mm-hmm. anyone have their spots. But I think Shuri, Valkyrie, Drax, uh, Beast, all all potential options there. So we've got some flexibility for that last spot. But I do think that is definitely a really great spot for, for Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, kind of... Oh, go ahead. I think we want one more four in the list. And out of affiliation four for 20... And uh, specifically 20, because then you can go the six wide on. Um, you can play a full control option, and I'm going to suggest Black Panther for out of affiliation for. Um, because you can run, um, if you're playing Terrigen Myth, you can drop the token and then just keep, pu- uh, after you wait until one side activated, and then you push all of them off the point and drop the token. And then suddenly you don't have to be near the point when it moves so you can mitigate some of the damaging conditions that it gives out Hmm. oh i do like that although i'm wondering about medusa in this particular case some new hotness Mm -hmm. she would be immune to poison from terrigen mists yeah it's another great four threat lots of um potential um maneuverability and um she could be a great book of truth um like, because if you just like crap out on a particular role, I don't know, think she can use Book of Truth. Oh yeah, yeah, because she's not actually affiliated. Yeah, because it's, it's... It on her. It has to be one of the affiliated characters. Yeah. Um, um, the reason I was looking at Black Panther is because we are already talking about Shuri, and suddenly that gives us a Wakanda splash, and I don't think mm, Spider Man is yeah. bad in Wakanda. Oh, he's fantastic there. All right, you saw. It's not hard to sell me on Black Panther. I'm a big, <laughs> big black panther fans so i like that so good thing i have some paper handy i want to see where we're at on our current list maybe we don't need magneto in this yeah Hmm, you might have sold me so let's see so if we're talking about the three four um brotherhoods you got mystique Sabretooth, toad taskmaster we've got taskmaster we got peter um, let's say we decided Shuri for Gamma, uh-huh. so then we're adding BP, um, and then all you have to do is really fit in. Well, you don't even have to fit in more. You could run Taskmaster. But I think Akoi yeah. is still a good two option and allows us to yeah. go wide in um, certain ways as well. Um, yes, yeah, it have... does allow the team to go um, six wide at 18 Yeah, if well, you want to. Hammer still running, Peter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, that's eight characters. We still maybe have room for Magneto, Mm -hmm. and we would still have access to another spot. Yeah. Um, What do you think for the the last spot? I mean, we could still, like, also stick in Medusa, but I feel like we probably want another three, Um, right? I feel like we might want a Valkyrie or a a Gwen. So it's um, my thought, and this is a real interesting thought, is for certain matchups... Um, we if we drop Magneto, we can get an additional three and an additional two, and suddenly we can go seven wide at twenty. Hmm. I mean, I'm still I'm not opposed to dropping Magneto. I'm not sure I like the seven wide for this. I feel like the seven wide for this might be a little too fragile, and it would be too many characters that can't move characters. I'm not sure I would want the seven one because i think in some of the 20s like say if we end up playing on um alien ships i would really like the potential for peter to yank like let them go into the middle pick it up and then have peter pull in someone for magneto to murder i think i would like that more Mm -hmm. um but i still think that so i do think we want another three at the end i'm just not sure which three it should be there's so many good threes yeah i am thinking and this is a weird suggestion miles morales as a three that's not a weird suggestion i love miles Um, miles is fantastic 
Um, it gives us a play into hired muscle because the Miles Morales, no matter the cost, because um, it's going to be a 19-point value game. Um, and mm-hmm. so at 19, we're doing six wide with a three. Yep. Um, and so Miles Morales can go up and no matter the cost, uh, Venom Blast to pick up uh, the the uh, citizen from whoever played Hired Muscle. And you, he will still have a power left on him. So at the beginning of the next turn, he can absolutely web swing away with that. For sure. And I mean, Miles, one of the biggest disadvantages with Miles can be that he really doesn't like spending power to pick up an extract. Mm-hmm. But obviously that problem gets a little solved with Mystique's leadership. So I I could definitely be on board for Miles as the as the 10th character. And it gives us a weird tri-affiliation list. Um try do we have we don't currently have oh i suppose we could do miles peter and taskmaster yeah we can technically go three different affiliations <laughs> <laughs> like miles yeah, peter yeah, taskmaster that's uh 10 so at like uh at 14 we can play web warriors and at 16 we can play web warriors technically just going yeah, for yeah, I mean, wide definitely and I mean, you don't need their tactics card, but there could just be that situation where you want the the defensive rerolls. And I mean, you, there's so many characters in this list that make great um, that end up being great web warriors as well, mm-hmm. right? Because Black Panther's a great web warrior, Okoye's a great web warrior, Magneto's a great web warrior. Like, yeah, and I is... and I think we also have a lot of characters that don't mind no matter the cost. I mean, a no matter the cost for Taser webs, I think is really solid. Um, I think uh, turning Shrapnel Blast into a two-power AoE 2 is very solid. Um, and I think getting Savage Predator off more often is very good on Sabertooth. Yeah, uh, I think I agree. I'm not sure I would use it with Magneto, but Black Panther, um, Peter, Taskmaster, Toad... Miles, there are lots of characters in here that could potentially um, throw around and no matter the cost. So well, I, I still definitely like the card. I'm just not I'm, sure Magneto would use it for me personally. Well, I'm just thinking on on a if you're playing him ever on an E format, um, say you're fighting against a very fighty list and you want some fighty options, yeah. uh, you would bring Magneto in. Suddenly being able to, no matter what turn it is, even if you're starting at zero power, drop your construct in between three or four player uh, characters and be able to blow up that construct no matter what for an AoE six dice attack. For sure. You just got to realize about me, Lexa, I don't use spenders very often. I'm very like, I'm practically anti-spender. It has to be pretty extreme situations. I, I lean towards my builders a lot of the time. So it's got to be a, it's got to be a pretty fantastic spender like a, like Venom Strike or something for me to use it. Yeah. There are some great ones. Um, and also um, Mystique, I think, has a great spender. I think yes, that I do spender like hers. is yeah, so hers underrated. Is yeah, Toad's got a, like, his spender is pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I think usually at this point in roster construction, I like to think about, well, what, because in case before we, like, lock in tactics cards and stuff, we may still shuffle around characters. I try to look at my crisis cards and mm-hmm. go, okay, what are the crisis cards that I would actively choose? Um, and I would say one thing about this roster is I feel like it probably plays the the D Christ, this D secures better than a vast majority of other rosters. I I can definitely see that. Um, so we would try with the D fourth with uh, riots and um, cosmic invasion. Um, yeah, I think both cosmic invasion and extremist console both potentially fit very well. Um, fit very well for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um. And I kind of want to bring Infinity Formula as our third, because I think this is a good Infinity Formula team. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I think that's a solid... I'm trying to think if there's any reason to potentially sub in other ones. Well, I I think we want the ability to force a D-map, and the only other D-map is a pay to flip, which I don't think we actually like all that much, because the Mystique token doesn't work on it, and we, we are... 
Yeah, I agree. The refunds from our extracts are going to make us so much more potent that we don't want to be using that refund on a pay-to-flip. Yep. And I do think Infinity Formula is a great one for Magneto as well, so that one's a really good flexible one. I was just kind of like over going back through them in my head and thinking if there was a different one. Mm -hmm. Um, Terrigen Mists may still be really good for this team. Mm -hmm. You can go really wide at 20. Um, We decided against Medusa, so no, I I think I agree with your selection. I think Extremist, Cosmic Invasion, Infinity Formula. Mm what do you think about the extracts? Because um, I do feel like we could potentially play well in Alien Ship with our ability to like yank people in with Peter. Yeah, I think I think Alien Ship is real solid. Um, I think there's also a conversation to be had about just going super wide extracts. Yeah, one of the things I do like the potential for. Um, uh, Sabretooth grabbing an infinity cube mm-hmm. because at the very least if he runs away with one he he won't heal it back immediately but he'll never be at more than one damage because yeah. he'll activate heal the damage from last round um, and there's lots of characters here that benefit a lot from extra power yeah exactly and um, I think we're staying out of the fight enough that we can dance around the fight enough and use our showy rerolls on defense that we don't mind the little ticks of damage to get that extra power. Yep. So yeah, okay, we can go with cubes. And what are you any thoughts for the third one? Uh, one second, let me make sure I'm getting stuff in here. Um, so what end of the spectrum do we want to force? Do we want to force a slow scenario or a fast scenario? I feel like our overall durability isn't great. And so I'm not sure we want to play the long game. I'm not sure if we hit quite as hard as some of like the really power focused builds, like the really like aggressive teams. So Mm. an interesting option because we have so many long movers and we have, um, and uh, we have some movement options. Okay. Is Wakanda up? Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Like, because we have so many ways to yank someone off of their herb. We can play 15 really comfortably with multiple different affiliations even. Mm-hmm. Um. And all of our movement tech is size agnostic, unlike a lot of other things. Um, Yeah, we have so many ways. If they go for it, we can always deny it. And we have a lot of potential to have a late game like Miles or something where he just like, oh, last activation, he... (laughs) You know, he uh, he picks up the herb and then like places and long moves, right? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential shenanigans there, where we could suddenly have a character move away from it. So I I like that. I like herb, and we've got multiple characters who like holding the herb, mm-hmm. right? Because it it's plus one physical damage. Yes. Also, we have Toad, and Toad in uh facilitates turn to her place with a long mover Um, because you long mover up and then you set toad towards the middle of the board and the long mover picks it up and then moves over and you can uh, find those keepers the herb and then move over to the point and if you need to hop and get on to that point I'm also just imagining the situation where someone goes and like picks up the herb and then mystique uh, like deceptions them and then spider-man pulls them and they're like so far out of the way now exactly (laughs) yeah like you will never actually get to that you have to like find a way to drop this because you will never be able to get anywhere relevant relevant now yeah and it takes Um, that character completely out of the fight i i like it quite a bit um i forget does deception have to be during mystique's activation I don't think so, but let's double check that one time. Should have put in uh because I think deception is going to be the first card we put in. 
Yes, I do think Deception is very, very solid. Nope, does not have to be doing her activation. It's just so an active sp- card. So Spider-Man could activate, pull it into, pull like the herb carrier into range of Mystique for Deception, and then Deception them at the same time. So in one activation, actually move them more than they can move in a single activation. Okay, so they're the team we can play that has a really dumb thing, and I think it's going to involve the second tactic card I think we need to put in here, which is Wakanda Forever. Okay, I mean... You don't have to sell me on Wakanda forever. I'm. But if we're playing Black Panther, Shuri, Akwe, which is nine points, um, let me do math quickly. At sixteen, which is one of the point values we're playing, that is, um, uh, Cosmic Invasion. You play mm-hmm. Black Panther, Shuri, Akwe, Spider Man, and Mystique. And you can right. activate Mystique and then play Wakanda forever and turn off all of their defensive re-rolls, uh, def- activated <laughs> all their bodyguards and stuff for the Wakanda forever attacks. I, I like it. Uh, that's that's fun. I'm on board. I'm on board for this for sure. Um, yeah, there's some... Uh, there's some great options. And I think Mystique's stealth and Miles' stealth both create really interesting options for Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like both of those. Honestly, if we end up building enough situations and we don't want Magneto's tactics cards, maybe we do drop Magneto? Mm-hmm. Well, and also... I, I don't know. He's still he's still so good. I also like Sabretooth in Wakanda. Just getting the re-rolls to confirm a finisher on his spender so mm-hmm. he gets that extra attack that gets full re-rolls. Yeah, I think the thing is, if you're playing Wakanda, I think you start mi- wishing that Sabretooth was Killmonger might be the only thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's entirely possible that we just replace Magneto with Killmonger. That is also viable. But if we're trying to free up card slots, Killmonger doesn't really solve that yeah. issue. It's just a question of, do we want to continue threatening the potential Magneto play? And honestly, like, just bringing him to the fold, he may have such an impact on your opponent's team building mm-hmm. that his presence, and there's already tactics decisions that are designed around him. Let's oh, let's keep him in for now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's... I think we probably want, um, I was about to call it Brothership, and I know that's not the official name uh, of the card. Asteroid M. Yeah. I find... Uh... Very, very fun on Senators where you can send a Mystique in one direction and a Toad in the other direction. And if the Toad finds it, cool. But if he doesn't find it, you can Asteroid M the Toad over to the other side of the board. Yep. Okay. Um, so. So that's all it. Right, so, so from the, the restricted list, what cards do you like for this team? I mean, I don't. I mean, as much as I like patch-up in some situations, I don't think this is a patch-up team. No, I think this is an easy Braithmet pack team. I like that. Trying to think, uh, I mean, I'm not as huge a fan of field dressing, but I think this team might have a little problem spending it. It doesn't have a lot of the right characters for that, so I'm yeah. I'm cool with Brace med pack. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is an all-you've-got team, and field dressing really, I feel, is staple to all-you've-got in a lot of respects. Agreed. All right, Brace, Medpack. There we're at five. We've got three more. Yes. Um. Um. I do like. I mean, Disarm is one of my favorite cards, and I feel mm-hmm. like Disarm could be a great fit here. Yeah, I... lots of potential of like screwing things up for your opponent. So we have that option, but we also have the new hotness option of Bitter Rivals. Hmm. How much does Bitter, Bitter Rivals cost again to use? It's three, so it's a little bit more expensive, but also last uh has uh has more radius i think it affects more characters if that makes sense yes that's true but we also have so much movement shenanigans i feel like we're gonna move characters out of position so they're away from their friends and then we kind of like potentially need to disarm the one who's still there that makes sense um a card that i've been falling in love with that i think works really well in this team is battle lust Yes, I could definitely see that. That's the one where if you move and attack, you get to push them. Uh, yeah, you you add dice equal to your size and push them. Nice. Which that does stack with other push effects. So you, we can move with Peter Parker, play Battle Lust, 
impact webbing and then get two pushes off of that. Sure, he can walk, um, walk, repulsor, or, you know, panther gauntlet and double push someone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely has, that definitely has play. Is there any other key cards that we need to try to make sure we get in for our current plans? Um, um, I don't think we need the Web Warriors card. No. Um, I don't think that one's critical for us. I think the Do final want... card that we want just for the ability to play into Tone 1 Lockjaw is Advanced R&D. Just to get that yeah, second I mean, power. Yeah, Advanced R&D is just a solid card. Yeah, it, it gives us a lot of opening play options where even if we can't get in range for an impact webbing, we can still have Peter pull someone out of position, even from their own deployment zone. Yeah. Um... What is I'm forgetting the name of it all of a sudden. What is Magneto's cover card? Uh Magnetic Refraction. Magnetic Refraction. I still like that card too. I mean, I've had huge that card makes Magneto so good on like demons and stuff when the team gets really consolidated. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm leaning towards of of that one advanced R and D and battle lust. I'm thinking advanced R and D and magnetic refraction. That is entirely possible. I think that's. I mean, that's. I mean, I like battle lust too. I mean, it'll probably be like for the listeners. I think that's probably a flex. You could go either direction, really. Yeah, and I think both would work well. This end cap, we have a lot of flexibility, especially if if someone doesn't want to play Magneto for some reason. You can set him and Magnetic Reflection aside and then play Battlelust, I think. If you want a Silver Bullet card, you can bring a Marked for Death mm-hmm. to really slow down an opponent's character. I find Marked for Death on Angela is amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of, a lot of great... Obviously, I mean, Hired Muscle gets some attention here and there is what I hear. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you could potentially flex that in. But yeah, I think Magneto's a kind of a hinge point. If you want to drop Magneto from this plan then you it does open you up to some really interesting things um you could even drop magneto for um gwen to really open up the web warriors options mm-hmm. and gwen is great in both mystique's brotherhood and in wakanda so mm-hmm. you've got lots of good options there yeah and you could go killmonger and usurp the throne is also absolutely a viable direction. Mm-hmm. Or if if you wanna have a, a, a if you wanna play more fighty and want another four in the list, you can drop Magneto for Venom and put in uh, Lethal Protector. Yeah, I agree. That would be another absolutely solid direction. I think. Uh... Yeah, and we were talked about it earlier. I think Medusa fits into all of these team builds. You could yep. drop Magneto for Medusa and then open up that card slot for really whatever you want. Yeah. And she actually she would probably be able to play bitter rivals um Pretty really good. well. And yeah. she and she could move multiple characters in the same round, and so she fits into that plan. So I think if you want to go super controly, you could de- definitely swap mags for Medusa. Mm-hmm. I think this list has so much variability in its construction. It would be awful. Can you imagine being the opponent looking at this roster going, wait a minute, what the hell do I think they're going to play against me? Well, and I'm also just looking at this because I'm going to be on an episode of Omnis Protocol soon, and we were talking about Battle Realm Monsters, and I'm like, we can just add to this list uh, Killmonger, Medusa, and Gwen, and two more characters, and suddenly we have a really solid battle run roster. Yeah, for sure. Um, yes, I think Gwen, Medusa, um, I feel like we would want at least one more two in there. Yeah. So, I like Black Widow, I think. I think Black Widow could fit into a lot of these teams. Yeah, for what we're trying to play, Black Widow, Killmonger, and then I would throw in Winter Soldier just for the redundancy of Rogue Agent. Yeah, lots lots of good options there. Um, yeah, I dig it. I think it's it's got a lot of viability, and I think it does really highlight the, the strengths of Peter. Mm-hmm. And just how kind of versatile Peter Parker is as a character. Because I think that's that's something that they uh, people underrate is he can basically fit in any control strategy, and I think a lot of why he's been forgotten is what is people are so keyed in on the twos and threes. 
that yep. they just completely miss the fours, which I think are super underrated just as a class of character. Yeah, I think any character who can guaranteed move another character every round can't be ignored, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know that Shuri can do it. You know that Valkyrie can move and throw you. And Spider-Man is one of those characters. And as the game progresses, if he takes any damage, he can move three or four characters in a round. He mm-hmm. can totally rearrange the board. Um, what I will say for your listeners is keep in mind, as much as I love Peter, he gets KO'd a lot. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just don't, don't, he does not have to be alive at the end of the game for you to win. Yeah. Um, and he does get targeted. He does take damage, but I find that he has moved people so much. And then the attention that he draws, keeping other key characters around, like your Miles or your Black Panther or Toad, like just then having these characters that can now run away with the extract or whatever. And they've had to deal with Spider-Man because they can't let him keep moving him. But by the time they've dealt with Spider-Man, it's kind of already over. So mm-hmm. he gets KO'd, but that's a Spider-Man thing, right? Peter's always beaten up at the end of things. He's it's it's uh um it's into the Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. Peter Parker doesn't make it. <laughs> but yeah. you still win in the end. And I think also since we're looking to play wide. Uh, having one character that is likely to... Having characters that are likely to be dazed means less because in dazing or KOing them, they are losing damage in attrition matchups. Um, because yeah, you're, sure. you're overkilling by so much that you end up losing damage, potential damage. And by spreading out your health, you're costing them the action efficiency that they would have against more condensed attrition-based matchups. And he does tend to draw the attention because he he does he is a little hard to whittle down because some of the smaller attacks like for if someone's shooting him with pistols right like Punisher is probably not taking down Spider Man he's a little too consistent mm-hmm. with how much defense dice he's going to end up with it's hard to whittle him down so he often draws the draws the big attacks like Modok is just like oh he's such a juicy target but then keeping Modok off of your other characters is so great. Mm-hmm. And I will say, just doing a quick check on the analysis tab, we have 20-plus options just at 14 for team compositions. Nice. Ranging... Yeah, definitely definitely ra- a huge range. Yeah, ranging from 3 wide to 5 wide at <laughs> 14. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good spot to be in. Lots, mm-hmm. lots of variability. No one's... Like, there is no threat level where you are locked into anything and there's no threat level where you locked into any affiliation either. Yeah. So with this sort of roster, you definitely make your opponent think a lot. Yeah. So I, I dig it. I like it a lot. I think we, I think we came up with a really cool versatile plan here. Um, you can use Peter at tons of different threat levels and he really highlights what the team wants to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board. This has the Omnis protocol stamp of approval. Cool. So for those at home, just to reiterate, our team is Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Mystique, Magneto, Toad, Taskmaster, Black Panther, Sabretooth, Shuri, Okoye, and Spider-Man, Miles Morales. For our characters, um, for tactics cards, we have Deception, Wakanda Forever, Asteroid M, Medpack, Brace for Impact, Disarm, Magnetic Refraction, and Advanced R&D. And for Crisis, we have Extremist Consoles, Cosmic Invasion, Infinity Formula, Alien Ship, Struggle for the Cube, and Wakandan Hub. So yeah. Absolutely. That seems like a lot of fun, and I can't wait to get <laughs> it on the table and show off Peter Parker. Yeah, it's it's good. I think I said this in um, a recent discussion on the Facebook uh, Facebook group. I said, as time goes on, I think eventually Peter Parker will be seen as the best character in the core set. And I think that is going to be true. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know that's a it's a big claim, but I feel it in my in my Spider-Man heart. I think he's going to have good contests from Two Point Black Widow. I think she is exceptionally underrated. I do think she's very good. I do like Peter more, but I think that is a fair argument, at least. Mm-hmm. But that's also comparing across stratas of points level. Yes, and that makes that inherently makes the discussion a lot more difficult to have 
<laughs> for sure. And I think the new Battle Realm formats and stuff do make Black Widow potentially even better and more common. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm, I like Spider-Man. Anyway, I'm glad you had me on and we were able to do this. This was a lot of fun. I love I love getting to talk Spider-Man tech. And I le- love getting to talk about janky tech. So this, is, this has been a lot of fun. Um, so if people want to find you, where can they find you? Well, just search for Omnis Protocol. You can iTunes, Spotify. Um, if you go into um, like an individual podcatcher app and you don't see it, um, just go onto my Facebook page or my Twitter account and you can just pull the RSS feed and then insert it into your podcatcher app so that it'll start loading everything up for you. And if you want to track me down, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords and Jijipt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to see me talk about TV, come visit jijipt.tumblr.com. And if you want to see me uh, play something completely different, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on twitch.tv slash codeappgames, I play custom Arkham Horror the Card Game with the titular code app. And that's a whole lot of fun. So... Thank you very much for coming on, Omnis. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And keep experimenting, people.